morning everyone hope you're having a wonderful day continue we left off 56b on the bottom second line from the bottom we're going to conclude the fourth period today the rabbis learn they used to give payer from the leaves the leaves of turnip and the leaves of cabbage Abiyasi argues and says, even for leeks, you know, type of, uh, of, of onion, leeks. In the beginning, they used to give payah from the, the leaves of, of turnip and leeks. And Abishiman says, also for cabbage. Now, the, the discussion was that. Payer, you don't give payer from vegetables. Now, if you don't give payer from vegetables, you're not allowed to give payer from vegetables. Because by giving payer, you're exempt from miser. Payer is exempt from tithing. So you're eating tevil. If you don't take miser, something that's obligated to take tithing and you don't, you're not allowed to eat from the produce. So it's, it's, it's a... Now, no one is arguing about the, 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 um, the cabbage itself or the, or the turnip itself. Or the, we're talking about the leaves. Because one of the conditions to, to get pay, pay uh, to give payer is it has to be something that's uh, that's preserved, not something that's uh, not preserved. Vegetables uh, don't don't preserve. Now, the cabbage you do preserve. You keep it for the long term, and also the the turnip, and also the uh, the um, uh, the leeks. But the question is the leaves. The leaves are not. The leaves are not long term. But the question was that if you preserve the leaves together with the cabbage, the leaves of the cabbage together with the cabbage, the leaves of the leek together with the leek, the leaves of the turnip, so that so that would also be obligated to pay or not. So you have this is an argument. So your mother says, it seems like Tlasatanoya. We have three opinions, right? One opinion says that you give for turnip and for cabbage. Not not for leeks. One opinion. Another opinion says you give for uh, turnip and for leeks, not for cabbage. And Abshimen and Abyasi say all three, the leaves of all three. So altogether you have three opinions, right? We continue on 57a, talking about Allah. Today, there's only two opinions. In other words, when he says, Take the first price, right? He says you give payer from the leaves of turnip and the leaves of cabbage. Rabbi Yossi argues and he says, Afla Kaflut also leaks. He's not referring, not saying all three. He's saying not cabbage, but, but turnip and leeks. You're adding, everyone is only saying two things. But your two things are, you're adding cabbage to the turnip. He says, no, I'm adding uh, leeks to the turnip. But not cabbage. The tan and the other brayse. So whose opinion is this? So the Tanakama then, who says only lefus and kruv. That's that's Reb Shimon, because the next brayse says also. Next brayse says two things: the leaves of turnip and the leaves of of leeks. Reb Shimon says not all three. Reb Shimon says no. Also only two things. But instead you added leeks to the to the turnip. I'm adding cabbage to cabbage. To the to the turnip. So that's that's the first opinion of the first brayse. L- l- turnips and cabbage. That's Rab Shimon. 
And, and the, the first opinion of the second Braith says Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi Yaisi says only two things. Which are those two things? Turnip and, and, uh, and, and leeks. So it's only two opinions altogether. Well, was the Tanakam? Yeah, only two opinions. Fine. The rabbis learn. Then the son of Buyin said, "Nice and not Ben Buyin used to give pay liyadik for vegetables. But his father came and matzim So you see, all these poor people are gathering all this pay that he left over at the edge of the field. All these vegetables." And they were standing at the door of the Ginnamala and beneath my children, my sons, throw them away, return them back. And they said, keep flying, and I'll pay you back, I'll give you double, which are tithe. Because the vegetables that you have now have not been tithe. And they're obligated to be tithe, because it's not kosher, it's not real payer. You're not obligated to give pay. Only payer is exempt from tithing. I'm not telling you because I'm, I'm, I'm a stingy and I don't want you taking all these vegetables. I want to keep it to myself. Because it's not kosher, it's not good. I was just shocked. I went into the, uh, the, uh, the health store. So some of the vegetables they sell, organic vegetables, they sell uh, um, uh, green pepper, red pepper, whatever. It's from Israel. And you're not allowed to buy it because you don't know if they tithe it properly. There's no heksher. In Israel, you need a heksher on fruits and vegetables. So who would even think? You're buying a vegetable here, organic. You think it's local. No, so you, have to be, you, have to be, you have to be watching it. So, too, so he's saying, Yerik, you need a heksher. You can't just eat Yerik. You can't just eat, uh, eat uh, vegetables. It has to be tithe. It's not payer. You're not obligated to give payer. You're not obligated to payer, so it's not exempt from, from tithing. Why does he have to tell them? Why does he have to explain himself? Why does he have to explain himself that I'm not being stingy? He's, he's ready to give them double. That you shouldn't think that he's just pushing them off. They thought, yeah, drop the vegetables and then, okay, yeah, come back tomorrow. Yeah, I'll give you a rain check. Yeah, I'll give you a rain check. Come back some other day. Yeah, but, but they, maybe they wouldn't trust him. Maybe they think he's stingy. He's telling them, drop it and I'll give you double. Sure. Why in the world would anyone give me double? He's a liar. He's thumb hacking in China. Yeah, in the future, you know, an IOU <laughs> that they'll never collect. So he's explaining himself. No, I'm giving you, I'm doing this because I don't want you to, God forbid, eat tevil. Forbidden, forbidden vegetables that weren't tied properly. And to prove it, I'm going to give you twice. I'm going to give you double. Now, question is, Tyson's asked a question. Wait a minute. What's the problem? It should be exempt because it's ownerless. Something that's ownerless, you don't have to give tithe. You, you don't have to tithe. So it's not tevel. No, even if it's not pay, I'm not obligated to give pay. Fine, but I want to give it. So I'm giving it away. I'm making it ownerless. Any, any poor person can come and take it. So anything that's ownerless is exempt from tithing. So they're not eating tevel. What's the problem? So Teisvah's answers, firstly, according to Beis Hillel, according to Beis Hillel, 
ownerless is only we learn ownerlessness from shvius. Shvius, it's ownerless for everyone. Everyone is allowed to eat it, poor and wealthy. Anyone can go and eat from it. So too, to make it ownerless, to be legally ownerless, it has to be accessible to everyone. Here, when you announce that it was pay, it's only for the poor people. So it's not ownerless. So therefore, you're obligated to tithing. And then Tais says even further, even according to the, the, the Beishamah who disagrees, even Beishamah says that we learn ownerlessness from paya. Paya you make ownerless just for poor people. So any person, when you make ownerless, is saying, I'm only ownerless for poor people. It is a legal, legally valid uh, ownerless. But nevertheless, here, the whole thing was a mistake. It's not really ownerless, because he never intended to be ownerless. He thought that he's obligated to give paya. Had he known he's not obligated to pay, he would never make it ownerless. So the whole assumption, the whole underlying assumption is erroneous. So therefore, in this case, it's not legally ownerless, even according to Bishamai. So you're obligated to give tithing, and they're eating tevil. But, but paya itself doesn't matter. Everyone holds a paya you're exempt from, from tithing, even, even Bezil, because the Torah says that you should miser, um, you have to give miser to the poor, to the levy. So only th- things that the levy doesn't have access to unless you yeah. give him maizah. Paya is accessible to the levy as well. He's a poor levy, he can easily eat the paya. So therefore, according to everyone, paya is exempt from maizah. But, that's, but that, that was the problem. That they, he thought it was paya. He thought he's obligated to give paya from vegetables. You're not, because it doesn't last. Vegetables don't last. You're not obligated to give paya. And therefore, you're obligated to tithe. And they were eating teva. In the beginning, they used to leave all the skin, all the hide of all the sacrifices, the holy holy sacrifices, whether it was oil, burnt offering, the guilt offering, the sin offering, all the hide, which was a very a lot of money, a lot of hide, a lot of animals. All that hide would go to the koinim, was given to the koinim. So every day, the Kayanim, every week there was another, another group of Kayanim that did a service that week in the temple. And every day they divided it. Every day was a certain group of, of the Kayanim themselves. You had Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, went. So at the end of the day, they would gather all the hides from that day and they would distribute it. Beza Parva was the, was the, the, the office, the, the, the house that they did this. The people of that day... From, so all the, the muscle people, the strong people, the Schwitzers, they, they, took, they took it all for themselves. <laughs> the weak and they were left with nothing and they grabbed everything for themselves. Iskinus, and they made an letter Shabbos. They would only divide it once a week when the whole group was there together. So you had the whole group, you, you couldn't, the, 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 the mafiosi in the group, they couldn't grab it all for themselves. It was too big of a group. At the end of the day, a base job is a small group, so they, they can get away with it. Here, it was too big, it was too, too many people. All the mishmeres would come together, the whole mishmer would come together, and they would divide it equally. But still, no, they had a problem. And still, the machers, the ones in charge, took everything for themselves. The power. The power, yeah. So all the koinim got up and they said, you know what, we're dedicating it to the temple. It's holy. No one is going to get it. No one is going to get it. We give it to the temple treasury. Amru, they said, just in a few days, in a little time. They had so much money. The temple treasury became so rich from all that hides. 
they were able to sell and uh, they played it the whole temple with with the tiles of, of gold gold tiles in Amal Amal they were uh, each tile was an amma and amma, like a foot and a half by foot and a half. like the thickness of a dinosaur, pure gold. Cubit by cubit. and Ben Yamtif and the entire Jewish people would come, do pilgrimage and come to the temple. They used to remove it from the wall. they would place it like Abi on the steps. Of the Arabai is going from the women's courtyard to the to the main courtyard. They say, everyone should see how perfect it is. There isn't even any scratch, any defect. So to show, to show, and that's and that's when they stopped it. In other words, then they stopped this thing because it was so much money. They didn't even know what to do with it. They were rolling in dough. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. said, that they used to be sycamore trees in Jericho by Abalaz Reis and they didn't lay some bizarre. I don't understand you and Kainam, how they take my porch. Wasn't there, like, no. Kainam kids? Wasn't it divided? It's like, it's, like the, it's like the elections. You know, you just take it. <laughs> you don't ask any questions. When you're in charge, when you're in charge, you can. When you're in charge, when you're in charge, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> Uh, so there were sycamore trees, trunks of Yiddish, eh? and they were they belonged to the, to the temple treasury. No, no. So, so no. So the, the the strong armed robbers would take them at four. So I'm the Bible dedicated dedicated to the base of the temple treasury. Woe unto me because of the house of Baisus. Woe unto me because of their their sticks. They're clubs. Baisus was a Kayan god. All these Kayan. Okay, we learned earlier, we learned this earlier, we learned, earlier, we learned yesterday that the Jewish settlers of Yerichoi consecrated the trunks of their carob and sycamore trees. Question was whether the branches that grew from these trunks were you allowed to use or not? Right. So now he's explaining why why were the trees consecrated to the temple? So he says because the bandits used to come and take all these beautiful trees for themselves. So they went to Saudi. You know what? We're not going to get it anyway. Let's make it holy. Walk to the temple. Everyone was afraid to start it at the temple. Even the biggest mafiosi, Jewish mafiosi, who came to the temple, you laid you laid off. I'm not starting up with Hashem. You know, I'll leave my stealing for other things. I'm not going to steal for, from Hashem. So he's saying, and people like that, they said. That by Baisus was a kind godless. Says woe to them and woe unto them from from their clubs. They used to extort money by terrorizing the people with their clubs. They used to beat people up, you know. Uncle Tony beat beat, beat people up with their clubs. woe unto me because of the the kind godless, the house of Chanan. Oilim woe to their whispering, because they used to go. He used to give evil, evil, evil counsel, or lashon hara, or evil counsel. They were, they were, they were lawyer. They weren't you, you, on your side. They gave you advice that was terrible for you. 
Um, he goes to them. He says, Oily me base kasrus. Whoa, and to me, the house of kasrus, there's also another kohen gadol. Oily me kol masum, and there were pens. They used to write editorials, newspapers, fake news. Oily me base Israel. Yes, Oily me base Israel ben piavi. Whoa, and to the kohen gadol of Yishmael, Yishmael ben piachi. Interesting. Only megreifon, because they're from their from their uh, from their fists. Shem koinim gedolim, they were koinim gedolim. Ubeneim gizbarim, their sons were the gabai. They were in charge. Evachasneim and their sons-in-law amraklin. It was a family business, and their son-in-law was the uh, the amrakim. They were they had all the keys. They and not amar koil everything. Everything, everything went according to them. Omar Koyl, right? No, the Gizbarin are the temple treasurers. They they wrote the checks. The Hasneim, Amar Kolin, everything they decided everything. Avdeyin and their their servants, Chayfdus, Avamagda, they went around beating everyone up with sticks and forces. Now, why does he call him Yishmol ben Piachi? Yishmol, it says. Was was Yishmol, This was the great, famous Yishmol Kohen Gadol that became a tzduki. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm so sorry. No, no, Yishmol himself was a tzaddik, but his family, his family, his family was 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 horrible. Some say it was another Yishmol. Then the Gemara then he says, "Son, the Rabban and the Rabbis learn." The courtyard cried out like crying of on the injustice that was going on. Rishayna the first time that Zadok like cried. The sons of Eli, the contaminated, the The Tanakh says that they used to sleep with all the wives that came. So it seems if you take it literally, they committed adultery. You know, they were the kind of they did all the service. All right, the Gemara says it wasn't they weren't sleeping with their wives, but they were lazy and they, they, they right they took bribes or they they were lazy. They didn't so they they caused them not to go back quickly to their husbands. Right. And that's why Eli was punished. They were punished. They were taken away from them. He was a Kohen Gadol and he, everything was for himself. He honors himself and he desecrates the sacred offerings. How? Where do we see this? used to wrap his hands in silk, like a silk glove, a silk handkerchief. Like he didn't want to get dirty with the service. And then he would do the service. What's the problem with that? What's the problem? The problem is it's a chatzitza. Chatzitza. You're not allowed. There's not allowed to be anything interfering between the koyin and the, and the sacrifice. So the question is, Taisa says, why is this any different? Why by lulav? It's not called a chatzitza. I can hold a lulav with a glove, right? The Gemara says it's not a chatzitz. It's only if it's anything um, taking the lulav through something else. It's called v'lakach. So why is this any difference? V'lakach hakoyin. 
if I hold it with something else, with a, why is it different? So Tesis wants to say, Lily wants to say that there's a difference. Here we're talking about wrapping your own hand. There we're talking about wrapping the lulav. If you wrap the lulav and use it as a handle to take the lulav, that's fine. But wrapping your hand there maybe will be the same thing. That's how that's how what to answer. Yeshua says he doesn't understand. Maybe a maybe a carbon is different than than a lul of an acid. You know, carbon doesn't. Even if you if you hold a glove in your hand, it's not a problem. If you wear you're taking it with a glove with your hand or your hand wrapped around, but maybe a, a carbon is different. Anyway, and then he says. So this would remember this name. Okay, remember his name because we're going to learn in a moment. Also, yell, Susharim Rashechem, open your gates, be Kanis Yishmo Ben Piachi. He was a righteous person, Yishmo Ken Gadol, the son of Piachi. So, some say it's the same Yishmo we learned earlier. Yishmo Ben. Yishmol ben Piyachi, but his family was corrupt, but he himself was okay. Hamidah Shapinchas. That's what it means, ben Piyachi. Piyachi. So why? Why was he called ben Piyachi? Yeah, ben Piyachi. Piyachi is because he's a student of Pinchas. Pinchas. And then he says, Vikanus, it should go in. Yishamish, we couldn't get out. Great Sahazar, Susharim Sheikh, Mikanus, Yechnan ben Narboy. Talmida, the student, Shaplunkoi. Vimali Kresi, he fills his stomach. Kotshe Shemaya. In other words, this was this was disparaging. So some say this is Yechanan, Yechanan who became a tzaduki. This is Yechanan who was a kohen god of eighty years and then became a heretic. Why do they call him Pinkoi? Pinkoi is really a nickname for Pinchas. They didn't want to mention Pinchas's name. On, 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 on such a Kayan who became a heretic. So they said Pinky, Pinky, like Pinchas, uh, you know, like 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 Pinny. So they called they called him by his nickname not to associate him with Pinchas. They didn't want to say he's a disciple of Pinchas, he said he's a disciple of Pinkoi. He corrupted the name Pinchas to Pinkoi, just like he himself became corrupt. Amr <laughs> <laughs> now, what does that mean? What does what does uh, what does that mean? 
There was never any leftovers. No leftovers. Eat everything. So Dashi says it means he used to raise in his house a lot of coin. He took care of a lot. It's not physically impossible. It's humanly impossible to eat that much. Even the biggest fresser can't eat that much. It means he used to he used to cultivate cultivate a lot of coin in him, and therefore he used to feed them. Before he became corrupted, he was he was he was complimentary. It was no nicer. He made sure to eat everything. It was no nicer. He made sure to feed, take in his household, all these kohen, and took care of them, fed them. That's a wonderful thing. Later on, he became corrupted. You know, the best, it happens to the best. The bigger the Yetzir Taif, the bigger the Yetzir Haram. Okay. Now we conclude with the concluding story. What happened to this bum Misachar Beishkarbakoy? This is going on. The Amri Malcolm Malchus. They said Malcolm, the king and the queen of Yas, were sitting, dining, the banquet. Malcolm Margadia. The king said, goats are better, taste better. And the queen said, sheep are better, lambs are better. Amru, they said, man mucha. Who's gonna tell us? Who knows best? Kain Gadol. He knows best. The master Kabbalah says, yeah, his whole life is involved with animals. He's eating animals. He can tell us which tastes better. Yeah, who's eating more steak? More the Kain Gadol. He's the expert. Barbecue, steak, and meat. He's the the world's expert. Aseiu, aseiu. So they brought him in. So Achve Biyadis, he was very dismissal. He like showed with his hand. Ah, Igadi Yoi, turn to the king if the, if, if, if the goat is better. Yisak Latamida, why don't you, for this daily sacrifice, the morning, and it must be a sheep, a lamb, not, not a goat. So you see that sheep is better. I'm a Malchus, so the king says, Hoyel since Lavale aims at the Malchus. He had no fear of the king. Okay, it's one thing he disagreed with me. But the way he was dismissive, so chutzpidik. Okay, I defer to him, he's the expert, but why was he so dismissive of the king? So nifshik let's cut off his right hand. So Yov Shaychad, so he bribed, he gave bribery, but nifshik is small, they cut off his left hand. Shama Malka, the king heard that what he did, so he was left handless, with both hands were chopped off. Blessed is the merciful one, Hashem. Hashem had mercy that he paid him all his wicked deeds in this world, so this will enable him, his, 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 his punishment he got in this world. In a way, it's really good for him, because then he'll be able to, to, he got his punishment already in this world. Amar Avashi, Avashi says, Yisachar Shkvar Bar Koy Litanamas Nisni. He didn't learn the Mishnah. He's not learned. Did not learn the Mishnah. Rav Shimon Eimer. Rav Shimon says, Kavasim Kaidman Liizim Mechamok. Everywhere in the Torah, the Torah mentions first sheep and then goats. Yo, Chalai would think Neshem of Chadim Emina because sheep are better. Talmud Leimar. So it says. That's what the pasuk says. First he says goats, and then he says sheep. The teachers, yeah. but everywhere in the Torah he does say sheep first. 
the Torah makes one point where he says goats first to teach us that they're both the same like Moshe and Aaron we just learned everywhere Moshe comes first but once or twice he says Aaron first to teach us they're both they're both right Ravina, Ravina says, nah, not only is, is he ignorant. He didn't come to the coil to learn Mishnah. He doesn't even know Pasuk. He didn't even come to Shul Shabbos to hear the Pasuk. I feel a mikra nami leikara. The Chesivit says clearly. It says, im keves, im eis. It says by the, by the burnt offering, right? Im keves, im eis. No, im keves. Im keves, im eis. So the Titus says clearly, im keves imeis, whether a sheep or a goat, it's the same. If he wants to bring, he brings a sheep. And he wants, he brings, he brings a goat. So we see that they're both equal. Now, the question is, what is, firstly, how could there be an argument in taste? There's a famous saying, you can't argue about taste. The king liked Goat, better, goat meat better, and the queen liked lamb better. <laughs> yeah, what's, how could there be an argument? What did the mother mean on people level? So the Rebbe Rashab gave a whole explanation. Unbelievable. Uh, the argument is the sheep represents the tzaddik. Sheep is hum- the sheep is like a you know like bleeding like a sheep. A sheep follows follows whatever it's told. It does. It's nice. It's gentle. It's able. It's perfect. It's beautiful. That's the sheep. The gedi is tough, stubborn. You know, stubborn like a goat. Horns. The gedi is tough. That represents the baltrov. So that's the argument between the king and the queen. The king says the tzaddik is better. Tzaddik is consistent. Tzaddik is straight. Tzaddik is the queen. The feminine says no. The novelty. The Baltruva is novel. It's exciting. What's more exciting? Baltruva is you know he changes and he's from one extreme to another extreme. There's drama. The tzaddik is no drama. Everything is steady and constant. It's boring. It's like day in, day out. It's expected. It's, you know, there's no surprises. The Baltruva is full of surprises. It's, it's, it's much more exciting. So they said, who's going to tell us? Yes, God. Oh, I'm sorry. No, the king said that the, the goat is better. The, the Malchus said... Uh, yeah, the Malchus said that the, the sheep is better. So the Kohen Gadol said that the the sheep the proof is that the carbon tamid the daily the daily is is is, is and then he says that they're both equal but nevertheless the Torah does say does say the sheep first yeah because ultimately the Baltruva also has to become a tzaddik. The goal is the tzaddik. It says, Mashiach will come, Mashiach is going to also asove tzaddikaya v'tiyufta. He's going to make the tzaddik do teshuva. That the tzaddik will reach a level of teshuva. The goal is v'amech kulam tzaddikim. The baltruva becomes a tzaddik. The goal is really the tzaddik. We're all going to become a tzaddik. We don't look, we are, we're all going to become tzaddikim. Mashiach comes, we're all going to become tzaddikim. V'amech kulam tzaddikim. So the keves is said early. But nevertheless, the Torah teaches us it's equal because even the even the even the tzaddik also has to reach the level of of the baltruv. 
and his Yiddishkeit also has to be with the same fire, the same uh, excitement, and the same intensity, you know, full of innovation and change, like the Baal Just like the Baal radically changes his life, the Tzaddik also has to radically change his life. If a Yiddishkeit is just measured, and then it's not, you have to have that same, same excitement. So we conclude the fourth chapter, and in Mitzvah tomorrow we're going to start the next few chapters. The next five chapters is all about the carbon Pesach. Have a wonderful day. We're going to do Mincha at 12:30. We have a minute. You're the tenth.